America, we don't turn to government to restore our souls. We put our faith in Almighty God. You voted to make America great again. We are making America greater than ever before. And it's happening before your eyes. We will rekindle new faith in our values, new pride in our history, and a new spirit of unity that can only be realized through love for our great country. The American people voted to reject this corrupt globalism. This is the most important election in the history of our country. And yet, despite all of our greatness as a nation, everything we have achieved is now in danger. We will never give up. We will never concede. It doesn't happen. And when I'm reelected, the best is yet to come. to the Hip Hop Patriot. Jeremy Harrell. Probably one of the largest letdowns in political history. Just have fun. Keep fighting, God wins. We love didn't have the backbone to do it exactly. okay that's it the you other thing with, is though hold, hold listen, on here. do you agree that the current governor didn't have the backbone to do what was best for Arizona? that's right it's absolutely all about money. hold on he had the, back no, no, no. the, he had the backbone on. to do what was hold good on. for the big business hold on Carrie, do you believe I'll, he did not you, have the backbone we're all sitting here with the benefit of being a sunday uh, monday morning quarterback what i'm saying is arizona's economy has come roaring back from the pandemic so Actually, it's, oh, it's, it's wait, no, no, it hasn't. Wait, you know what? You know what? When you're, when you're a billionaire, when you're a billionaire living in a mansion, three. everything looks bright and shiny and good. And it's nice people that you're my neighbor, lost, Carrie. <laughs> people have. I live in a townhome. People have lost their businesses. They're never going to come back from that. They put their life savings into it. And we need somebody who knows the importance of that. I grew up the youngest of nine. I had to work for everything I ever had. I built my career to cover this state. And I understand the value of a dollar. I'm not somebody who just throws away money like my opponent who's throwing more money okay, into this wait race a second. for a vanity you know, okay. project. Right. He didn't have the backbone to do it. And that's exactly right. Doug Ducey didn't have the backbone to do it. And Carrie Lake is uh, having the GOP candidates shake in their boots, especially one that has thrown $20 million, folks, $20 million towards the race to beat Carrie Lake. The GOP doesn't know what to do. They don't know what to do. They will not embrace Trump. They're never Trumpers. Most of the GOP are a bunch of never Trumpers. And Carrie Lake much like Ron DeSantis, much like Doug Mastriano will, is standing out there on her own, not afraid of these guys whatsoever, not afraid of the GOP whatsoever, and showing you that you can stand up against the entire machine, showing that you can stand up and just be a regular person telling the truth. That's what I like about her. Now, we're never going to like everything about everybody. Trust me, there's things that you guys probably will not like about me or don't like about me. But long story short, folks, we're looking for people who love this country. We're looking for people to put America first. And that's exactly what she's doing. And now, do you want to see the fruits of her labor? And not only in her polls, but the media. The media is going to go where the story is. And that's exactly where they, get, uh, where they went after that debate. Following Carrie Lake like flies. Well, we don't want to call Carrie Lake manure, but they stuck to her like glue. Let's put it that way. Let's go to that video.
Amen. They will look exactly like California if they cannot beat Katie Hobbs. And I can tell you what, a no-name GOP rhino is not going to beat Katie Hobbs. It's not going to happen. You need somebody with flair. You need somebody with courage. You need somebody with pizzazz. And that is Miss Carrie Lake. So, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for joining in tonight. You are locked and loaded right here on Live from America, Real America's Voice News. I am your ever-so-humbled, God-fearing and God-loving host of the show, Jeremy Harrell, the hip-hop patriot, broadcasting, as always, from the live, free, or die Granite State of New Hampshire, and it's an honor to be here with you every single night of the week, Monday through Friday. Thank you very much for giving me that opportunity. But again, folks, courage is contagious. Look at all the courage that has been displayed since November 4th of 2020. Look at the people, look at the mama bears, the papa bears. I think sometimes we forget because we fight 24-7. I think sometimes we forget what we've accomplished. Heck, with the 24-hour news uh, cycle, I think a lot of people forgot about the major wins last week because we were delivered a loss today at the southern border, which we will get into. But folks, this war is going to be, there's going to be battles won and there's going to be battles lost. Let me ask you this question. Other than Joe Biden doing whatever he can with his administration to destroy this country from the inside out by implementing their very unpopular, very, very uh, ridiculous policies. Other than that, do you feel that since November 4th, we have won more of the battles or lost more of the battles since November 4th, not prior to, since that day. I feel like we've won more. I feel like we have won bigger battles. I feel like uh, the, the, the culture shift that's going on is unlike any I've ever seen, even when Donald Trump won in 2016. When you're talking about a million registered Democrats or more leaving the party, in the last year and a half, when you're talking about outpacing the Democrats with new voter registrations, what that tells you is as a culture, as a country, we are shifting towards the right. And it's not going to be like a light switch. You're not going to be able to just flip it on and say, okay, we're here. We got it. It's going to take time. And in the last year and a half, I have never seen American citizens achieve more politically and socially against evil as I have in this last year and a half. Now, the other thing that's happened in this last year and a half is we've exposed a lot of things that we didn't know. We've exposed a lot of things that the country was not aware of, and we've exposed a lot of the things that most people would call tinfoil hat, conspiracy theories. However, they all turned out to be true. And I will say it a thousand times, Donald Trump was right, Donald Trump was right, Donald Trump was right. He's been right the entire time. And he said one time, if you guys remember, he said, they're not after me. They're after you. I'm just in the way. But the worst nightmare for the Democrats is an entire country of people being in their way. And that is what I'm talking about over the year and a half, the last year and a half. How many people have now stood in that gap with President Donald Trump and said, we're standing here too. We're in the way as well. We're in the way as well. So now what I've, what, I've, what I've noticed is that we're not on the defense on our heels waiting for them to come and take our guns, waiting for them to come and silence us, waiting. We have just taken a, that initiative and we've went on the offense and we've met them in the middle of the field and we're fighting them and we're winning the information war. We're winning the cultural war. We're winning the war um, against our children. Because of, every, because of places like Rumble, because of places like Getter, because of places like Real America's Voice News, Right Side Broadcasting, OAN, and others, we built all that within two years. The war is far from over, folks, and you are soldiers of God called for this time in this moment. And that is what we do here every day. If you're new to Life from America, that is our goal. That is what we do here every day. It's a never-say-die attitude. It's pointing out all of the things that we need to tackle, defeat, and move on from, and that's exactly what we do every day, and things get hard. And when you're delivered a blow like we were at the southern border today, with the Remain in Mexico policy being overturned, that hurts. But you have to remember, folks, you have to remember, where, where, we, where do we have to fill in those gaps now since, the, since, the, uh, since that's been overturned? We have to fill in those gaps with leaders in Texas, leaders in Arizona, 
Leaders in California. Ugh. I know that's hard to say. But we know where we have to fill in the gaps now. It's not such a large thing for us to do. We are, we are, what we're doing is we're closing in on the problems, pinpointing them, and then fixing them. And that's what we've been doing since November 4th. So I just want you guys to realize that during this fighting, there's going to be wins and there's going to be losses. But look at, we are definitely in the win column over all of these rulings that were handed down for our First Amendment, our Second Amendment, saving the babies. We're definitely in the win column and we need to keep that in our minds. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, also, I want to let you know that me and my team, which is a very small team, by the way, but we do have some people around the country that's going to help us as well. We're going to be putting together a video and it's not going to be a long video. It's going to be about 10, 15 minutes, but it's going to be very well produced. And it's going to be a video that shows you and lays out all of the election fraud, when it happened, how it happened. And then we're going to sit, put that side by side with the laws that were broken in those states in order to achieve the election fraud of 2020. Because so often I hear people say, of course it was fraud. And then the other side says, well, prove it. And then you say, well, I've seen all the proof. Haven't you seen 2,000 mules? Haven't you seen Mike Lindell? That doesn't, it's not going to cut it anymore. You have to show them. Do you believe, what we have to do is we have to come to a common ground. Is there such thing as rule of law? Yes or no? Okay, well, most people agree on that. Do you believe that if you break the law, then you should either go to jail or somebody should be held responsible for breaking that law? Yes or no? Everybody's going to agree on that. And then you take them state by state, all those swing states that they, that they stole overnight, and you lay out the law, the state law, and then you lay out what happened and how all of those state laws were broken. You show, and, then, and then at least you'll have ammo. So we're going to be working on that so that there's ammo for everybody out there to know exactly, specifically what law was broken, what state, so that we don't have to do this chasing our tail run around, okay? Let's go to the Lord, folks, because we... Uh, we turned, we turned our gaze to the Lord and asked the Lord to help us save babies, and we've done that. And the Lord has turned his gaze and his favor back on us, so let's not let him down. Let's make sure that we put him first before everything. June 30th, year of our Lord, 2022. Here we go. You can ask my spirit to help you find freedom from condemning feelings. Feelings of con uh, condemnation drain you of energy, leaving you vulnerable. As my spirit fills you with life, you are empowered to live abundantly to the fullest. Romans 8, 1 and 2. Therefore, there is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus, because through Christ Jesus, the law of the spirit of the life set me free from the law of sin and death. And from John 10, 10, it reads, The thief comes only to steal and to kill and to destroy. I have come that they may have life and have it to the full. And before you turn out the light tonight, acknowledge with your heart that I do not condemn you and then look to me for my heavenly smile of approval. You're never going to go to God for condemnation. You're only going to go to God for love, acceptance, and forgiveness. And that is a great thing to know as a child of Almighty God. Folks, let's go to the Lord in prayer right now. Please remove your hats if you are wearing one and join with me as we say the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Folks, as long as God is blessing this nation and he knows that we are trying to do what he commands, then I think we're always going to be in good shape. And I think his favor and his blessings are definitely back on us after last week. We're going to hit our first commercial break here on Real America's Voice News. I've got a great show lined up for you tonight, and we've got a great guest here to talk about communism and a load of other things right here on RAV when we return. Please stay tuned. All right, folks. Yes, we got a great guest tonight, Amy Fan West from California. Um, who escaped communism, and she's got one heck of a story to tell, so I hope you guys can please, please, please share the video. Our numbers look low on Rumble. It looks like we got about 2,800 people watching. Uh, if you guys could help out and push that out, that would be very much appreciated. I'd like to thank 
the following people, Mateo2018 and C. Geringer. Thank you so very much for those uh, Rumble rants. I'd also like to go and thank some uh, online donors. Sandra T- uh, Sandra Totten? Toten? Sandra, anyway, thank you very much for the $20 on JeremyHerald.com. Jennifer Pruitt, Mark Nehans, Joseph Beasley, Rick Brown, CQ Lime, Nanetta Dougherty, Michael Weed, Trinity Brandstetter, Harold Traeger, Scotty Branham, Michael Blakeman, Michael Carl, Carolyn Bozick, and Michelle Pagels. Thank you so very much for your kind donations on JeremyHarrell.com. Um, you know, the Lord, the Lord continues to provide for this show in ways that I could never, ever have imagined. You know, when donors, when donorship is low and you're like, wow, are we going to be able to do this? Are we going to be, are we going to have to really rely on uh, dipping into other uh, like rumble rants in order to pay this bill or pay that bill? God always comes through with somebody coming through the, do- the uh, JeremyHerald.com and you'll see like a 250 or 300 or sometimes even a $500 donation. And that was the great thing about just stepping out on a limb and doing this was it was all based on faith on, in God. It's truly incredible. But anyway, folks, I do want to tell you, yes, I can see you, big boy 99. How you doing? Good to see you. Uh, I do got to tell you that I do have a, uh, my son's first soccer game is tonight. Okay. And I actually, uh, coached my, uh, I coached soccer for two, two seasons. And, uh, so it's going to be really hard not to be there coaching my kids. Uh, but my son's first soccer game is tonight. So I'm going to try to cut out of here by not doing any commercials after this one. So I'm just going to say, Hey, we're doing a commercial and then boom, we're right back. Okay. I just wanted to let you guys know that before, uh, before we get into it, Jeremy, but what if there are sleepers? There's always going to be sleepers and then they, you feed them and they grow into rhinos. So We'll work on that, Lisa, okay? All right, let's come back from this commercial break, and let's, uh, let's nail it. Here we go. Thank you very much uh, for being here tonight. This is Live from America, and I am Jeremy Harrell. This is Real America's Voice News. We got a heck of a team here at Real America's Voice News, and we got the best audience that watches Live from America that I have ever seen in my life. I have become a family member to most of these people, and I want to say thank you all very much. If you're ready for the first and foremost section of the day, you know how we do. Lift those cups up, and let's have our first slurp. Now, we went one for two today on major Supreme Court rulings. We took a big loss at our southern border, and the war that's going on down there And our frontline soldier of God, Ben Berkwam, who's been fighting that fight harder than anybody in this country. We took a big loss today as Kavanaugh and Roberts decided they were going to break rank and move over and vote with the liberal Democrat communists to allow people to just come flooding into our country at a phenomenal rate. I want to give you a... um, I want to give you a little bit of context here about what's going on in that southern border. In 2020, in I believe it was May of 2020, let me let me pull this up real quick just so I I, I don't want to be uh, I don't want to speak out of turn here. But here we go. In May of 2020, south uh, southwest border encounters was 23,237. In May of 2022, which is exactly two years later, we see a 930% increase to 239,416. That is a 1,000% increase if you round up, and why not, since Joe Biden has taken office. This is a serious, serious, impeachable, and jailable offense that is being basically orchestrated and, 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 and ran from our White House, allowed to happen, not only allowed to happen, but orchestrated to happen, working with NGOs and literally the largest non-government organization that's working with this Biden administration, with the globalists and with the left to destroy this country from within by just flooding this country with people that will destroy our culture and our traditions for decades to come is the Catholic Church, believe it or not. The Catholic Church has just as much blood on their hands with this 
and and uh, then, then as Joe Biden, as the entire left, as Klaus Schwab, as George Soros, as all these globalist leftists that are trying to destroy this country. And we suffered a big loss. But, 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 it is time for the people in Texas, and I'm talking about Governor Greg Abbott, to do what Madison Cawthorn did and stand up out of that wheelchair and stand in the gap and make something happen, Cap'n, because you have the authority to do that, especially with your state guard. Doug Ducey, we already know that it's deuces for you. You're out, and you don't care. But when Carrie Lake comes in there, just know, if you live in Arizona, and if you're like on the fence, who do I vote for, Katie Hobbs or Carrie Lake? Well, say goodbye to your state first and then say goodbye to the rest of the country if it's, if it's Katie Hobbs. We need these states to stand in the gap more now than ever. And there are people willing to do it. Don't get me wrong. But Greg, uh, Greg Abbott is not showing any kinds of, uh, uh, any kinds of uh, desires to close that border the right way. Stop waiting on an illegitimate, illegal president to do anything. He's orchestrating it. He doesn't want it stopped. And shame on Kavanaugh as well. But I'm going to highlight that, and I'm going to try to overshadow that with a big win, which is a big, big, big blow struck to the Biden administration and the entire progressive globalist communists that want to destroy our energy sector because the SCOTUS actually handed down a ruling that would seriously, seriously narrow the authority of the Environmental Protection Agency, otherwise known as the EPA, to cap carbon emissions. This is big. This is big. This is big for our energy sector. And it really is connected right with a story that I did on my 11 o'clock AM show where the Biden administration set their scopes towards our largest oil field in Texas, which produces 40% of our domestic gas. they, They turned their sights. They're going to shut them down because they're not complying with the Green New Deal people and their uh, policies on, um, on carbon emissions and where they want to cap them. So they're literally going, they, they want to shut them down. It's just another attempt to move us from fossil fuels to renewable, en- renewable energy, which nobody wants. I sounded like uh, Porky the Pig there. Badee, badee, badee. Come on, get it out. Come on, today, Junior. Sorry, I'm just, I'm just mind boggled here by how much this administration and the left is trying to destroy this country from the inside out. And nobody is going to stop them unless we rise up as state guards and militias to hold them accountable because the military and the Pentagon are already so woke. They've already got that so, so far under control that these guys aren't going to be stopped. However, the good thing about it is, is the Supreme Court restricted the EPA's authority to cap carbon emissions today in another landmark ruling to end a historic term in a 6-3 decision. SCOTUS ruled in West Virginia versus the EPA that the independent administrative, uh, administrative agency does not possess the unilateral rulemaking authority to implement emissions limits on existing power plants. So you can take that, put it in your pipe, and smoke it. While Nancy Pelosi's drinking vodka next to you, capping carbon dioxide emissions at a level that will force a nationwide transition from the use of coal to generate electricity may be a sensible solution to the crisis of the day. Chief Justice John Roberts wrote in the majority opinion, but it is not plausible that Congress gave EPA the authority to adopt on its own such a regulatory scheme. A decision of such magnitude and consequence rests with the Congress itself or an agency acting pursuant to a clear delegation from that representative body. Justice Clarence Thomas, Alito, Gorsuch, and Kavanaugh, and Amy Coney Barrett each voted in favor with Roberts. Gorsuch filed a concurring opinion and of course, uh, Kagan, Breyer, and Sonia Sotomayor filed the dissent, and now Breyer's gone as well, and we've got somebody who doesn't know what a woman is in there. Now, immediately after that, the airhead of the day, every day, she wins that award every day, because she is that, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, in all of her stupidity, stuck on stupid, literally, in a whirlwind of stupid every day, she calls for the Supreme Court to be abolished. After Roe v. Wade was overturned, this was the straw that broke the airhead's back as she just stuck in a whirlwind of stupid and she's like, we got to get rid of the Supreme Court because they are um, holding back her progressive uh, desire to regulate greenhouse gases. She is not a happy camper, folks. I wonder if I could pull up a picture of exactly how angry she... (laughs) Yeah, I actually do. I do have a picture. Let's, uh, 
Let's throw that picture up there. This is her. I'm so upset and stupid. Democrat Representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez called for the Supreme Court to be abolished after the high court reigned in the EPA's power to regulate greenhouse gases. The U.S. Supreme Court uh, handed that win down today in a 6-3 ruling, which we just went, uh, which we just went over. And Joe Biden on, um, today launched a vicious attack on the Supreme Court at a post-NATO summit press conference in Madrid, Spain. So let's go to that real quick because we've already we are we don't need to talk about uh, Alexandria Ocasio Cortez anymore. We don't need to talk about her anymore. But uh, no, Joe Biden he's he just unloaded today in Spain on the Supreme Court talking about codifying uh, abortion in the Congress and talking about getting rid of the filibuster, limiting the Supreme Court. They're out of control. They're crazy. Well, at least they know where they are, and at least they don't uh, poop their pants. Anyway, here is the resident in thief running down our Supreme Court over in Spain. First and foremost thing we should do is make it clear how outrageous this decision was and how much it impacts not just on woman's right to choose, which is a critical, critical piece, but on privacy generally, on privacy generally. And so uh, I'm going to be talking to, uh, to the governors as to what actions they think I should be taking as well. And, uh, but the most important thing to be clear about is we have to change, I believe we have to codify Roe v. Wade in the law. And the way to do that is to make sure the Congress votes to do that. And if the filibuster gets in the way, it's like voting rights. It should be we provide an exception for this, the except the require an exception to the filibuster for this action to deal with the Supreme Court decision. So there he goes. He's calling for an end of the filibuster in order to codify the right to kill a baby. And of course, went on to say things like, "I'll lead an effective strategy to mobilize true international depression." <laughs> Anyway, he went on to say other things as well about how we uh, how it was a mistake to overturn Roe v. Wade and how we need to get rid of in any way, shape or possible the filibuster. The problem is Senator Joe Manchin is not for getting rid of the filibuster and neither is cinema. Kirsten Cinema. They both. Both of them have come out and reiterated the fact that they're not getting rid of the filibuster. So there's really nothing you're really going to be able to do. However, before Biden had dementia and was lost and pooped his pants, he had a lot to say about ending the filibuster. He had a lot to say about ending the filibuster and how bad it would be. Let's go to old uh, Creepy Joe and listen to him in 2019. Should they end the legislative filibuster if that's what's needed to pass gun reform? I think we have to make that call on the fly. Ending the filibuster is a very dangerous thing to do because it's been used by progressives the whole our whole time to make sure that we did not get rolled over. There you go. Ending the filibuster, he says, would be a very, very, very dangerous thing so that we don't get rolled over. But that wasn't the only time that he said stuff about that. He said stuff about that back in 2005 as well. Let's go to that if we can. We got 2005 Joe before dementia. We should make no mistake. This nuclear option is ultimately an example of the arrogance of power. Oh, okay. It is a fundamental power grab by... The majority party, and we should make no mistake, this nuclear option is ultimately an example of the arrogance of power. Well, there you go. This nuclear option is obviously an arrogance of power. Joe Biden, he's the biggest flip-flopper. I mean, he's a bigger flip-flopper than I think Tony, the gain-of-function Fauci. But anyway, it's not going to happen because we've still got Kirsten Cinema, and... We've still got Joe Manchin who said filibuster isn't going anywhere, so I think that's safe. Anyway, let's take another commercial break here on Real America's Voice News. And when we come back, we will have Amy Fan West joining us here on Live from America to talk about a range of issues. We'll be right back right after this. Okay, Amy, can you hear me? You are muted. I do know that. So I'll wait until you get that unmuted. Think here. Yeah, you're not muted on my side. I did on my oh, side. Oh, there you go. Now we got you. Hey, How you Jeremy. doing? 
Good. Thanks for having me. Thank it's you. It's an honor to be on your show. Oh, it's an honor to have you too. After everything that I've uh, I've learned about you since um, since uh, uh, having you come on, or you know, making the uh, schedule and you to come on the show, I'm just amazed by your story. I cannot wait to hear it. Uh, from you, and I cannot wait for you to share it uh, with the uh, with the audience tonight. So, thank you for being here. You're in uh, California, correct? So you're what three hours, three hours behind yes, us now? Absolutely, three hours. Okay. Well, um, we're gonna bring you right back, and we're gonna introduce you. We're gonna come right back from this commercial break right now. So just hang right in there, and we'll we'll get it done. Awesome. Thank you, Jeremy. Thank you too. <clears throat> And welcome back to Live from America, folks. Uh, again, thank you for being here tonight. Um, what, you know, we don't have a lot of guests on the show. And if we do have a guest on the show, it must be a very important reason why we have a guest on the show. Now, there's a multitude of reasons why we have asked Amy Fan West to come on. But really, to start it out with, it was just the audience saying, we need to get her on. We need to get her on. So apparently, she's got a lot of fans in the Live from America audience. Um, and it's, it's really great to have her here, especially since I've been telling you, communism isn't on its way here. Communism is already here in America. Communism's already here. It's up to us on how much we're going to let this cancer continue to spread within our borders from sea to shining sea. So having said that, please uh, join me in welcoming um, Amy Fan West to the show. Amy, how are you? I'm doing good. Thank you so much, Jeremy. And I love all that you're doing for America and the conservative movement. And I, Keep I, up the great work. Likewise, ditto. I, I'm, I'm, I'm so so um, captivated by your story of escaping communism, and we'll get to that in a minute. However, uh, you just ran for Congress in California. Uh, with 30, right. Was it the 34th district, was it? Uh, the 47th district. 47th district. Okay, excuse me. And um, uh, explain to us how that went and what that experience was like for you, especially going in as an America first candidate, a MAGA style candidate wanting to secure the borders, build the walls, get rid of illegitimacy. What was that experience like for you in the state of California? You know what? I knew going into this race was rigged for the established candidate uh, for the Republican. Uh, he basically, I scratch your back, you scratch my back kind of deal. And uh, day one, when they made the endorsement before the Central Committee, which is the OCGOP, uh, they blocked me out completely at every speaking engagement, putting my material at the GOP office. Everything that belongs to the GOP, I am blocked out of. Uh, and I knew it was rigged. So the thing is, that's not going to stop me. I escaped from a communist regime, Vietnam. This is nothing, right? I, I mean, I'm still surviving. I'm still alive. Right. So we went, our team went uh, around their blockage to basically get my name out there, get my get the people to vote for me. Because in this election, when we did the polling, we used Glenn Young and pollster. We realized no one have name ID. Even the established candidate didn't have name ID. So uh, but he does have the money, the war chest more than I do. But of course, Katie Porter has the most. We know that she's sitting at 18 million and no one can outraise her. We we know that. So the next question is, who is the best candidate to defeat her? But the GOP knew I am the best, but they wouldn't want that because they know right. I would not scratch their back. Right. I'm loyal to the American people and to God at the end of the day. And that's what we need. More candidate who are like that for the people and by the people. Now, I realized that in this election, the last month and a half, uh, they did a polling as well, and they realized I was leading, so they threw a million dollar against me, wow. and I couldn't catch up in time. Now, the war chest for the next 2024 is that we have to build this stronger war chest where both sides of the establishment cannot take us down. So meaning that Republican, conservative, MAGA, patriot needs to be committed to donate monthly donation to candidates that they resonate with from now until 2024, right. say $25, right? If your audience want to do that, they feel that's okay. Do, donate. Because for me, I do a donation every month to my church, right? Mm -hmm. it's, it's the same concept. Yeah. So in order to, I was yeah, just going to say, you got you got You got to support people who, who, who are fighting, you know, everybody can't fight. That's the thing that, you know, there's a lot of people who are watching that can't physically get up and do what we're doing, what you're doing, what I'm doing. But they get involved that way. And that's the thing. We right. live in a world where money buys elections. It sucks, but it is the way it is. Money buys elections. And the only way to overcome that, unless you have money coming in, is 
force multipliers. And I wish I would have gotten you on the show earlier. I wish I would have tried to help build uh, more capital for you earlier. So I do apologize for that. Um, but you know what? We're going to move forward now. And God did this for a reason. God's got plans right. for you. So uh, as we move forward, um, what are your plans? Are you going to run for the same position, the same district again? Uh, and you're going to stay there and fight right there in California, I assume. Right, exactly. Because as you know, whatever happens in California trickles down to the other 49 states. Right. And we've seen it, right? We've seen the, the disaster that California have brought to other states and the, the legislation as well. And not only that, they want to federalize the California playbook, right? Yeah. We have Nancy Pelosi, who's from California. She's the Speaker of the House. We have Kamala Harris, who's the Vice President from California. I mean, Adam Schiff, Shifty Schiff, you know, every Maxine Water, everyone you can think of is from California. Well, even Kevin McCarthy, even Kevin McCarthy and all of his weakness. Now, I got to ask you this question because if I would have brought you on while you were campaigning, this is the question I ask every candidate when they come on, because based on your answer, it depends on how we have a conversation after this. Do you believe that Joe Biden is a legitimately uh, elected president of the United States of America? You know, it's really hard for me to believe it because (laughs) I spy on the Democrat ballot harvest training in California and their goal was to take the U.S. Senate and the presidential. I told the GOP, uh, California GOP, they didn't care. They 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 didn't believe it. And the thing is that the Democrat are playing to keep. Okay, they want to legalize ballot harvesting and they they done that in 2020 in our nearby state, Nevada. So then they've lost a lot of seats. And not only that, they want to implement that across this country. So whatever state you're in, I encourage you to be vigilant into what your state legislation is passing. If they pass legalized ballot harvesting because of COVID or other you know, scenario to make it easy for people to go and vote, say hell no with that, okay? Because that once that's in effect, it's hard to train change that in your state. So likewise, look at our example in California. It's so hard for us to change that into making, you know, voter integrity. It's really hard. So likewise, I encourage you guys to do not allow your legislature, your state legislature, to make it legalized ballot harvesting or mail-in ballots. And I, I'm going to press you one more time because people are going to want to hear you say yes or no. Do you believe Joe Biden won the presidency fairly and legitimately? Uh, no, by fake, okay. fake mail-in ballots, okay. fake votes. Okay, yes. that's, that's, what I, that's what I was hoping to hear. Now, let's move on from that because I say communism is already here, okay? It's very hard for a regular American to pinpoint what communism looks like because most Americans have not seen communism. They've seen it on TV. They've seen representations of it. They've heard stories of it. You fled communism. You were hiding in the bottom of a boat on the ocean for days. You guys were getting ready to die of thirst, and you fled communism. Can you tell us that story uh, so that people can uh, familiarize themselves with who you are and what you fled and what you see here in America today? Absolutely, Jeremy. I'll be honored to share my story. Um, You know, it started out with my dad serving alongside the Americans during the fall of Saigon. Later, he was captured, tortured, and released. And that's when we escaped on the fishing boat. And before he left, we were Buddhism and ancestor worshiper. We didn't know God. And uh, he had this vision of a man in white coming to him saying, you must believe in me and you must escape. You must believe in me. And he said, God, if you're real, protect my family from Vietnam to America safe and I'll worship you. And at that time, my mom was eight months pregnant with my younger sister, my older sister, my two twin younger brother and myself. He hid us underneath his fishing boat and whatever food supply, water we have, that's all we have and whatever clothes on our back. And we went out in the middle of the night. And the first miracle was that the communists didn't stop us as you know kids we are loud and obnoxious right but that is a miracle in and of itself they let us pass right and then in three days we ran out of fresh water the second miracle was that the german oil tanker took us in uh, give us food supply and send us over to thailand refugee camps and there at the refugee camps i remember the condition was really bad it was poor people were fighting over spoiled food to just to to survive and fresh water and you know what bothers me when aoc and the squad say that how american we are so bad we treat illegal immigrant at the southern border yet they have fresh water yeah. diaper for their children beds to sleep in you know a center of education for their children we are bad yeah we're not perfect 
but we are the best country that hold up the constitution and the freedom because of the brave. You know, this is the land of the free because of the brave. And we mm. must remember that it mm. is people of courage that uphold this constitutional uh, rights. Not only that, people of courage that fought for our freedom to enjoy today. And not only that, Fourth of July coming up this weekend. Right. Exactly. So now, when we were waiting at the Thailand refugee camps, we seek asylum to come to America the right way. And they finally grant us asylum and send us fluids over to Hunton Beach, California and surround us or Christian community that share the gospel to mm. us in the 47th district welcome us. Amen. And we're so thankful for America and the freedom that we have here and we must fight at all costs to defend it because I have three boys 10, 8, and 6. I don't see a future for them if we don't continue to fight now to defend their freedom so they can enjoy the American dream. And that's why I ran for Congress because I'm sick and tired of both sides of the aisles. If you think about Me it, too. the elite establishment and the rhino uh, establishment and the democrat are the same behind closed door they are willing and dealing on the americans back and it's not acceptable and it's disgusting and we must stop that yeah i agree 100 percent uh where do, do you do you think communism has already made its way here Absolutely. It's already infiltrating in our government, in our businesses, in our school, education, everything you can think of. They're teaching that communism is good. Socialism is good. You know, America is bad, as you know. Look at look what happened. Uh, BLM, you know, Black Lives Matter and uh, the last summer of summer of love, right? Because they were able to unleash all of this student who think we are, you know, fighting for justice. You know, thinking they're doing a good thing yeah. because they've been duped. They've been deceived by the educational system. Uh, so that's why it's not too late. I, I still feel there's hope for America, okay? Um, because we have, honestly, if you think about it, American, we have this fire in our belly that we fight and we defend. We are free people. We will never be slave, right? Mm -hmm. We've uh, fled, flee, flee, free ourselves from the British. Do you remember our forefather, right? Fought till morning. And the British asked, why is that American flag still flying? It's because of those, those men, those fathers realize that they have their wives and children left behind home Amen. that are waiting to enjoy this freedom. That's why they're willing to sacrifice their blood, their life for their freedom, their children and their wives' freedom. And that's why I believe as Americans, we have this fire in us. We will fight for our children. We will fight for our freedom at all costs. And this is the revolution that each of us must have. But it starts with the Christian. It starts with the churches to preach the word of God, to preach how to live in this and give back to society and how to be this light and the beacon of light that God has called us to and being salt and light. And how does that look like in the world? Basically speaking out against evil, right? If the mm. church don't speak out against, you know, uh, abortion, for example, just recently, right? If we don't speak out, who would, who that's would, right. who would defend the innocent? Well, that's we right. can't. So that's why the church must have the courage and must speak out now. Amen. Um, I've been saying and, that. And I've been saying time. that for a long time. Churches need to speak up and not be afraid to get in the middle anymore. Uh, Amy, we've got to go. I will. I would love to have you on again. Uh, is the best way for people to reach out to you through the website, amyfanwest.com? Absolutely. If your audience can go to my webpage, amyfanwest.com, there they can chip in $25, set it automatically monthly. However, they can help me sign up to volunteer, send me a message. However, I will read it. And thank you so much, Jeremy, for all you do in Americans. God bless you. God bless your family. And may God bless America. God bless you too, Amy. Thank you so very much. We'll have you back on again soon. Have a great night. See you later. And happy 4th of July. Happy 4th. Happy 4th. All right. Well, there you have it, folks. Uh, Amy Fan West from uh, from California. I like I said, I wish I wish we would have gotten her on sooner. Um, and uh, you know, it's funny. The great thing about that is, is she uh, she was an immigrant to America, and she knows more about our past than people like Nancy Pelosi and Adam Schiff. Crazy stuff. Anyway, folks, we will be back with more live from America right after this commercial break. Please stay tuned. What a great weekend we're going into. We'll be right back right after this.
All right, guys. Thank you very much for uh, for allowing her to uh, to come in and speak. I I, I I love having people with a story. And like, ju- remember Judge Joseph Wood? Remember his story of being a foundling and her story of fleeing communism and finding Christ. I mean, what a great story! And sh- and if you go to her um, go to her webpage, Amy P H A N Fan West dot com, you can read all about her. And uh, I even went all the way back. Uh, to, um, I went all the way back to her through her social media and I was looking at everything she posted. I wanted to make sure she was MAGA and you go back through her Instagram. I don't, I don't have Facebook, so I didn't go through that, but went back through her Instagram and, uh, seen stuff that she posted on Twitter as well. And I went all the way back until November of 2020 to see if she was MAGA and she definitely is, uh, definitely is MAGA. So, um, she had to study for citizenship. Every member of Congress should have to take the same test, said Barbara Peters. I agree. You need to get Dan Cox on, Lieutenant Governor Choice. No, I'd love to have Dan Cox on. I really would. I really would. Uh, Troy Farr, thank you, Jeremy, for inviting Amy. You're very welcome. I know a lot of people have wanted her to come on for a long time. Uh, Terry Sue, she makes me go, hmm, Jeremy. I love those kind of stories, Miranda. Uh, With you, Terry, says Victoria. Jeremy, are you going to do a special video like last 4th of July? Yes, I will be doing one show on the 4th of July. We won't be doing two, but we will be doing one. Dr. Salingo is dead. Did somebody just say he died? Did he die? I've been trying to keep an eye on that. Well, anyway, I got to go back to the show right now, folks, but keep me informed if you can um, on Dr. Salingo and uh, and if if he passed away or not. I hope that's not the case. I really do. You have the wrong time for your getter. It says 11 a.m. Okay, I'll fix that. I'll fix that afterwards. All right, here we go. Let's get back to the show. <clears throat> Welcome back to Live from America, folks. Um, as we end, every, you know, get to the end of every show, I really like to highlight the great things that are happening in the country and, uh, and especially things that we've been working on for a while, you know, like making companies that go woke, go broke. So I do have some updates here, but before I get to that, I do want to give you another SCOTUS ruling that came down today that isn't being highlighted on mainstream media because it isn't one of these massive, huge cases that everybody's waiting like on, with pin, on pins and needles in society, but it is a historic case that the Supreme Court has agreed to hear. Not a ruling, excuse me, but agreed to hear. So let me uh, highlight that real quick. Supreme Court accepts historic case that could literally reshape the powers of state legislatures to set election rules. Now, this is a big, huge, huge historic case that the Supreme Court is taking in, folks, because if the Supreme Court, they've already agreed to hear this, if they end up ruling in the favor of, uh, of, of, of the people that brought this to the Supreme Court and asked the Supreme Court to hear this, then that means that, 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 that uh, states have plenary power, state legislatures have plenary power over election law. That means that the federalization of our elections will never happen. That is why this is such an important case. The Supreme Court agreed today to hear a major election case regarding North Carolina GOP lawmakers having the authority to draw a partisan election map without state judges interfering. Now, we talked about this just the other day, and now it's moving forward. And like I said, if we come down with a ruling in our favor, this is going to be huge, huge for making a, a, a very, putting it, setting it in stone, which it, it already is if you read the Constitution anyway. But of course, we live in America. There's a bunch of people saying, this is how I interpret it, and this is how I interpret it. It should be interpret, uh, interpreted how it was written. I digress. The decision could impact future congressional and presidential elections. The high court will take up the case when its next term begins in October. The case of Moore versus Harper asks the court to uphold the concept known as the, quote, independent state legislature theory that state legislatures have the sole and independent authority to set rules for federal elections in their states without interference or oversight by the governor or by state judges. If the Supreme Court rules in our favor on this one, folks, it is a wrap for stealing elections statewide ever again. As long as people in that state run for those state office or those uh, those uh, state legislature positions and win and uh, and 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 
make sure it never happens again. So a big, I don't even like calling it a theory that the states have plenary power because if you read the Constitution the way it was written, it exactly says that. So let's pray for the Supreme Court to make another good ruling in October uh, right before, right before the November midterms, okay? Now moving on to go woke, go broke, bed, bath, and beyond. I told you yesterday, guys. I told you yesterday that Bed Bath & Beyond uh, was uh, running into some financial troubles and how great it was just one year after stopping their sale of my pillow because, you know, he was an insurrectionist. Well, ladies and gentlemen, a year later, they shut off their air conditioning and all their employees burned to death and, <laughs> and their own little hell that they've created. No, but that, it was, I'm sure, inco- uncomfortable to work in those stores in the summer without AC. But then we find out today... Oh, this is even better, folks. Oh, it's even better. That Bed Bath & Beyond has fired their CEO. And this is just a little bit more after, uh, more than a year after canceling MyPillow. This is is incredible. Um, Bed Bath & Beyond today announced significant changes to the company's senior leadership to focus on reversing recent results, addressing supply chain and inventory, and strengthening its balance sheet. Sue Gove, an independent director of the company's board of directors and chair of the board's strategy committee, has been named interim CEO, replacing Mark Triton, who uh, who has left his role as president and CEO and a board member. So they basically said, hey, you ran us into the ground. You made a very stupid decision. You decided to get involved in a uh, social justice warrior uh, war that we should have never been into. We're in a we're a business. We're in here to make money. And you've had so many people boycott us because of your stupid, ridiculous decision not to carry my pillow that we had to shut the AC off. Folks, I'm going to tell you, if you are a major company and you're publicly traded and you have a board of directors because you have stocks and, and uh, all these people are involved, look, the, the object of the game is make money. And when you have to turn off your air conditioner and you're that big of a company, there are problems. Long story short, just like CNN Plus, the, uh, the CEO... Of, uh, of Bed Bath & Beyond is Bed Bath & Bye Bye Bye. What a numbnuts that guy was. And you know what? Everybody else, too, who decided to drop my pillow, they're all starting to suffer the same fate. But let's go ahead and give the CEO of uh, Bed Bath & Beyond. Come on, man. <laughs> we did it. We did it, Joe. Dumb, dumb award of the day. And let's give you guys all smarties for going and supporting and propping up MyPillow. MyPillow has seen incredible, incredible leaps and bounds in the last couple years without having major big box stores because of all of you. And now Mike has brand new stuff out for the summer. So if you shop, go to MyPillow.com slash LFA. And let's continue to hurt these uh, companies who decided to go woke. And let's continue to make them go broke. And now, ladies and gentlemen, going back to abortion, we have to go back down to the state of Florida because a federal, I mean, a Florida judge, excuse me, has now blocked Governor Ron DeSantis's 15-week abortion ban. Let's see how far that goes. Again, this is just trying to, uh, these judges and these leftists are trying to just expand the amount of time they have to kill babies as long as they can. They're not going to win. But a Florida judge today said he will block Governor Ron DeSantis's 15-week ban on abortion. Governor Ron DeSantis signed the 15-week ban abortion back into law in April. This is a time where these babies have beating hearts. They can move, they can taste, they can see, they can feel pain, they can suck on their own thumbs, and they have brain waves. And so this will represent the most significant protections for life that have been enacted in the state in a generation, DeSantis said back in spring. The law was set to go into effect Tomorrow, however, Florida Circuit Judge John C. Cooper said he will soon sign a temporary injunction and DeSantis is expected to fight the activist judge's ruling. Let me just tell you, let me give you a spoiler alert on this one. Just like you can't beat Trump, you're not going to beat DeSantis either. His record against these leftist lunatics is like the same as Trump's, like 99%. This is not an attempt to beat Governor Ron DeSantis. This is an attempt to prolong the amount of time that they have to dismember and kill babies so they can make as much money as possible before they have to just basically kneel to reality. And the reality is you can't beat Trump, you can't beat DeSantis, and you can't beat God. Amen? 
Anyway, folks, we're going to take one more commercial break here on Real America's Voice News. And when we come back, we will end strong with something you might not have ever heard about. Blue MAGA. What is Blue MAGA? Well, we'll get to that and more right after this. Please stay tuned. We'll be right back. All right, folks, uh, they blocked Idaho abortion ban also. Unfortunately, uh, we have a uh, – I didn't see it. It went too fast. I'm sorry. But, again, it looks like uh, going over to, to get her real quick, and people said uh, you have the wrong – yep, you're right. You're right. I do have the wrong one on there. So we will make sure we fix that. I apologize very much. Uh, let's just come right back and get into this last minute because I got to get down – And hopefully see the last half of my son's soccer game. So I apologize, but sometimes we just got to be dads. You know what I mean? Anyway, here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much. It is an honor every day to know that you guys stay here through the whole hour. Most of you do, especially on social media. It's an incredible thing to see. To keep somebody's attention longer than a goldfish's span of attention these days is very hard to do, which lets me know that you guys enjoy the show. Thank you. If you're watching on Real America's Voice News, I would ask you to email RAV and let them know how much you love this show. Let them know you want this show to stick around for a very long time, and we will keep pushing forward. Now, before the commercial break, I asked you, have you ever heard of Blue MAGA? What is Blue MAGA? Well, ladies and gentlemen, Blue MAGA might be something that you hear more and more about over the next coming three to four months or up until the midterms. And you're going to hear more about it even after that going into the general election of 2024. I have a feeling that Blue MAGA will be a bigger movement than the walk away movement. Let's get into what Blue MAGA is. There's a lot of people like Madeline Peltz is one of them who is so sick and tired of Joe Biden and so sick and tired of the left not being able to fight the Supreme Court because they think that the left has this ability to just say, hey, we want what we want. We're we're, uh, we're tyrannical uh, leaders and we're just going to do whatever we want. So these crazy people are getting fed up with the Democrats who can't get what they want. So instead of starting their own party or just getting out of the political social realm altogether, what they're actually doing, folks, is running towards MAGA. They're running towards Trump. One of the latest uh, posts by Madeline Peltz was, I'm an opposition researcher. I've had right-wing operatives try to insert themselves in my private life offline because of my work. The vile attacks from the uh, vote blue no matter who crowd yesterday and today I've been getting is up there as some of the worst abuse I've ever gotten on here. Why? Because she's calling out Joe Biden and she's calling out the Democrats for not standing up to Republicans. So these people, it's like they're, it's like they're punishing the Democrat party that they belong to by running to MAGA. But here's the great thing about it. As they, as they do run to MAGA, and as we open our arms up and we let them come in, they will learn and they will go, wait a minute, what was I thinking? I was brainwashed. So anyway, uh, replying to her was a bunch of progressive communists. One guy says, blue MAGA crowd is honestly worse than the original recipe. Equal amounts of delusion, but from people who spent years saying there's no way they could ever end up like, uh, like Trumpers before doing exactly that. So it's not only a culture shift of Democrats going to uh, vote for Republicans. It's actually another, uh, there's a whole other aspect of it, which is people calling themselves blue MAGA, doing it to punish their blue voters for not having their back and all sticking together. I don't know what to make of it. It's a crazy, crazy thing. Long story short, I can see blue MAGA being just as big or if not bigger then walk away was big shout out to Brandon Straka as well as he continues his battle and what he's going through uh, with the federal government and them intimidating him. It's just uh, it's just uncalled for. Long story short, folks, that is going to do it for live from America tonight. I want to thank you so very much. Let's continue to welcome those blue magas. As a matter of fact, let's go out and have an advertising campaign to welcome them. Let's go bring them in instead of waiting for them to come to us. But let's make sure we vet them (laughs) as well. Anyway, folks, there's right ways and there's wrong ways. But there's only one Yahweh. 
So stand up tall, keep your shoulders back, keep your chest out, and keep your head up high, because you are a child of God and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. Please visit JeremyHerald.com and sign up for our newsletter. If you need a Bible or know somebody who needs a Bible, you can get a free Bible right there, and please consider becoming a one-time or monthly donor to the show. God bless each and every one of you. Keep your families close, keep a smile on your face, and keep spreading that gospel. I will see you all tomorrow morning at 11 a.m. Until then, have a great night. Peace. Right.